Hi, I'm Abby Gibb, and welcome to the Full Body Fuck Yes Podcast, a Soulfire production. This is an investigation and honoring of who we get to become in the process of embodying our dreams. If you're a rule breaker, paradigm shifter, and movement maker of today, then this leadership podcast is for you. It's time to finally take up more room on the page of your life. Welcome to the Full Body Fuck Yes Podcast. I'm sitting on the couch this morning and I'm reading this passage and I decided let's live process it together because this is beautiful. So come and take a soul bath with me and let these words wash over you. How about you don't have to build an empire or dominate an industry or be the number one at anything? What if you simply built a lovely life that makes you feel happy, that brings you joy, that is generative and supportive? What if you healed the parts of you that need more and more and more? What if you redefined what success looks and feels like to you? What if you decided enough is enough? What if you felt satisfied in the right here, the right now? What if you realized your life is likely a lot closer to your ideal than you ever thought? What if changing the filter in which you view your life makes everything that much more vibrant? How much open, empty space would be left for your joy if you stopped thinking you needed to earn it? How much time could you spend in the actual living of your life If you let go of striving for more, how much more beautiful would this moment right here become to you? Wow. Right. That's words by Jamie Varon. And I, I sat with this and you could see why I wanted to live process it with you. How much time could you spend in the actual living of your life? If you let go of striving for more. How many of you are like me and you're type A overachievers, right? We're still healing from all those years of striving, of feeling like more equaled more, of never feeling that enough was ever enough, right? What if we healed the parts that need more and more? What would that feel like? Like, I want you to sit around wherever you are right now. Okay. So if you're driving, you're taking a walk, you're doing the dishes, you've just thrown the loofah out of the shower. Cause you're like, yes, amen. Okay. Wherever you are right now, look around. And I want you to notice three things of beauty. And I hope one of them is you. I hope you notice how beautiful your life is right now, just right now. Even if the house is messy, even if the kids are screaming, even if you're late to something and you're listening to this in the car, pause and just fucking look around. Because what if nothing necessarily needs to change? And what if just changing the filter in which we view everything makes it not black and white and good and bad, but vibrant, enough, beautiful, 
What if it's just the lens that we look through our life and not the life itself that needs the change? What if going more deeply with ourselves every day was enough? Dropping the need to be number one. What if that was success? What if going more deeply with ourselves every day, drawing ourselves out a little bit more, was enough? One of my favorite quotes of all time, I think of this Maya Angelou quote. She says, success is liking yourself, liking what you do, and liking how you do it. I'll say it again. Success is liking yourself, liking what you do, and liking how you do it. For so many years, I traded striving for success. I thought it was a one-to-one ratio. And it wasn't. It was about a hundred to one ratio. I strived so hard so that someone else, whether it was my boss, the viewers on TV, the random humans on the internet (laughs) would like and comment and share and call me a success. While that striving left me empty inside, depleted of any joy and real meaning in my life. And yet I continued to trade. I continued to trade that striving for success. Until I finally said, fuck it. (laughs) Until I finally said, fuck it. Where in your life can you just say, fuck it? Today. What if we realized life was a lot closer to our ideal than we ever thought? I was sitting with this piece of our ideal. Maybe this resonates with you. What if we dropped the distance, the tension that we create between where we are right now and where we want to be? Right? Have you noticed? Try this on. (laughs) Okay. Have you noticed that we all, type A overachievers of the world, Uh, tend to create a distance naturally and that we really only relate to the tension that we've created between where we are right now and where we want to go. It can be something as simple as, you know, I just want to make a little bit more money or I just want a couple more followers or I want to lose a couple more pounds or I'll be happy when this book gets written. When I'm finally married, when I have this baby, when they say you're a New York Times bestselling author, then, right? There's always this this tension that we create and we call it our potential. We say, I need to live up to my potential. This space between where I am right now and what I can achieve. And we relate to it. And when it drops, we don't know what the fuck to do. When we collapse that distance and we're actually satisfied with our life right now, we don't know what the fuck to do with it. An hour in our day, empty in our Google calendar, we fill it immediately. When I work with my incredible high achieving clients in my Divine Feminine Leadership Academy, 
we talk a lot about building a schedule of ease and embodiment and flow. And those words sound lovely on the outside until you actually look at your schedule. And I usually will say, you know, let's take off every Friday through Monday. And the first thing most people say is, what will I do? Like, what do I do with that much time? That makes me nervous to even think about it, but I'm not being what? Productive. I'm not being successful, right? There's a tension we're used to creating filled by feeling busy, needed, powerful, successful that we thrive off of. And when we drop that distance between where we are right now and where we want to be, it initially can cause some serious anxiety because the first thing we want to do is just fill that time. We want to continue to relate to ourselves in the tension that we are never quite where we want to be. Now, I'm not saying that we're not going to all have goals moving forward, that there aren't things that we still want to see if we can do, right? For me, another challenge that I am working on right now is writing, becoming an author. And I thought that because I was a journalist and I'd written my entire life that like it would be a natural transition. Well, fuck, it's not. It's about the same transition as when I thought, well, I've talked on TV my whole life. So I'm sure that giving a TED talk will be the same. No, Mm -mm. they both are talking, but one might as well be Chinese and the other Swahili, right? So I, I love creating challenges and rising to that occasion. And fuck, this whole podcast is about that, right? This whole podcast is about who we get to become in the process, right? who we become in the process, in that distance between where we are right now and where we want to be. Yeah. So I get that. Except what if who we're becoming right now is the gift? What if this moment is enough? How much time could you spend in the actual living of your life if you let go of striving for more? How much more beautiful would this moment right here become for you how much more beautiful would this moment be i was hiking recently out in the back country and i i wrote something down i was hiking in one of the most beautiful places in washington state in the remote wilderness you have to have a permit to get up there we carried 10 days worth of food it's rugged and hard and glorious and beautiful. And it took a few days, I would say maybe three days to finally drop in to the flow of nature, to finally stop playing the to-do lists in my head and writing them all down in the notes app of my iPhone and constantly thinking about the next piece that I needed to accomplish or a list that I wanted my team to create, right? And the first few days, I'm almost in juxtaposition. I'm almost in opposition to nature. I have to survive it. It's hard. I have to filter the water. I need to warm up my food. I need to cross this huge land. It's me against nature. And then by about day three or four, 
my mind starts to quiet and my body starts to ease up and I start to become entrusted with what nature was wanting to offer me the entire time. Maybe I got another way to think of it is I got so quiet. I could finally hear what nature is trying to say to me all along, or I could eavesdrop in on what it was saying. And so I'm sitting there on this beautiful mountain cliff early in the morning. I'm drinking my instant coffee from my little mug. And I've put out a little mat, a seat mat that I carry with me on my backpack. And Aaron is off somewhere. It's just me. And I'm watching the sun rise across this mountain and backlight it beautifully while the rest of it is still in that early morning dew. And I wrote this. I put myself in the way of beauty, sitting in the path of the sunrise. The sun comes up gently across these mountains. I sit on my rocky perch and empty myself like an alms beggar, open to the act of receiving. The sun crosses the lake first, and then the evergreens, then illuminating the granite and moss I call a trail. It gently opens like a curtain, revealing a new day. I sit palms out, receiving it all, and also feeling acutely that I too, in some small way, by the acknowledging of this gift, am also ushering in the new scene to a wild applause of my heart, putting myself in the way of beauty. I can feel each cell awaken and stretch in my veins, small seedlings reaching for the sun, skit-scat like jazz in my veins. I feel, I feel, period. How long can I go at times not feeling not loving tenderly on the edge of a soaking experience, but instead phone-generated dulling. Is there a need for striving? Maybe instead it's just the need to notice. Striving implies things are empty like a shelf waiting for your participation medal. Noticing implies the world is already whole. And you're in the very act of seeing your part. And also, you are the part. What if noticing implies the world is already whole? And you are a part and the part. This scene. You are the main character in your own life and also part of a more glorious narrative. You could imagine when you're so busy orchestrating your own happiness. You think you need to write every line instead of noticing what's already been written. What if you simply built a lovely life that makes you feel happy? that brings you joy, 
that is generative and supportive? How about you don't have to build an empire or dominate an industry or be the number one at anything? Right? What if you dropped all of that? And what if that was success? Noticing how much you're already a part of. Noticing at all. How much more beautiful would this moment right here become for you? What if we all healed the parts that need more and more? And what if we called that success? Because if it doesn't bring us joy, if all that we're doing and striving for doesn't bring us peace and satisfaction, then what the fuck are we doing? What the fuck are we doing? No, my love. We orchestrate our happiness because we're so sure that if we prescribe to a formula, it will give us ease and joy. And what does it give us instead? Anxiety and depression and chronic perfection paralysis and comparisonitis. How come she gets? Why can't I be? How come they are? Why am I not? right? I'm not saying that you don't have big goals and big dreams and other pieces that you want to see where this talent of yours can take you. I'm not saying that. But what if right here in the noticing of what you're already a part of is enough? What if we lived that deeply and from there From this place of feeling whole, from this place of feeling enough, from this place of noticing what we are already a part of, from living in this deep well, this deep sourcing of joy, that's our divine birthright that we don't have to strive or earn or prove for. But what if from this deep well, We offered our gifts, right? From here, from this space, this place, we offered our gifts. And what if that was enough? What if that was enough? What if that was success? And then in the next moment, and then in the next moment, and then in the next moment, we were fiercely present to our gifts and we gave them effortlessly. We didn't relate to ourselves any longer with that tension between where we are right now and where we want to go. But instead, we gave fully from here and we called that success. How long can I go at times not feeling, not loving tenderly on the edge of a soaking experience, but instead phone generated dulling? Is there even a need for striving? Maybe instead it's just the need to notice. So I'll leave you on this. 
Close your eyes. Deep breath out. And then take a deep breath in with me. And another deep breath out. And feel each cell awaken and stretch in our veins. Tingling. Small seedlings reaching for the sun. Feel it again. Take another deep breath in. And a deep breath out. And what can we notice in this moment? Fully alive, fully aware, fully you. What do you notice? How does the sun dance differently across your face? How does the sound of traffic or your children How does the room that you're in, how does the water on your skin feel different? What if changing the filter in which you view your life makes everything that much more vibrant? How much open, empty space would be left for your joy if you stopped thinking you ever needed to earn it? What if? You and I are already whole. I love you. Thanks for listening. And if you loved having this moment to reflect on your heart and you would love to be able to have this every single week, it is time for you to take up space on the page of your life. And I want to help you. So grab your phone real quick. And I want you to join my weekly sacred storytelling society. It's totally free, by the way. Journal prompts created by yours truly texted right to your phone all for free. Okay. So I want to help you be able to unlock your personal story more. So all you got to do right now is text the word story to 541-275-9250. That's 541-275. 2759250 and you are going to receive free journal prompts every single week. The number is also in the show notes below and linked on my Instagram. Thanks again for listening. Thanks for listening to another episode of the Full Body Fuck Yes podcast with me, Abby Gibb. If you haven't already, don't forget to subscribe so that you don't miss a single episode and it would mean the world if you leave a review so others know how kick-ass these episodes are. And I'm a real person over on Instagram, so tag me in an IG story at Abby Gibb and let me know what landed in your heart the most today. Thanks again for listening.